Welcome to Chat Your Own with Candy and Noodle, the monthly chat show podcast about all things now, then, and tomorrow. It's a little politics, a little art and science, and a whole lot of feminism. Liberal as fuck. I'm Candy here with Noodle. Hey, I'm Noodle. Uh, how you doing, Noodle? Well, I'm doing my best to thwart us technology-wise today, but uh, other than that, managing. Let's say we're managing. I'd say managing is appropriate. Yeah, I, I, feel, I feel well managed currently. Just, <laughs> just holding on. Holding on. Well we're... Managed. Some other level of managing, not necessarily well, is how I feel. Just doing it. Uh, I mean, we are we are deep in spooky season. Yay! It's it's very spooky. That is fun. And this is yeah. Everything is terrifying. Everything is terrifying. We had a uh, an episode toss up kind of. Uh, September was off, and then. November, November, October was off. Like, what day is it now? I don't know. Um, So we realized we didn't have uh, necessarily an October episode, but we wanted to do an election episode and realized this is as scary as it gets. So happy October. Yay. (laughs) The looming specter of change. Oh, my God. It's Or dread. It really could go either way, which makes me sad because, like, we love we love Halloween around here. Like Halloween is our season. It is our holiday. It is our favorite. There is always a party. There are always elaborate fucking group costumes of chaos, and we're just not doing any of that. And that absolutely, like I'm not gonna lie, makes me super sad. Uh, are we skipping it to make sure that we're able to celebrate together next year? Yes. Yes. Absolutely. Are we taking any chances? No. Correct. But it doesn't change the fact that I'm sad about it. Right. I mean, it still sucks noodles. Yeah. 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 You know, uh, so. We are, uh, we are doing some Halloween-y things, though. So we're, we're going to do our lock in the F down check-in this month slash episode. Is, uh, what are you doing for, for Halloween? How are you keeping your vibes this year? What are you doing to ensure your spookiness is appropriate? Well, unfortunately, with the baby, there's not a lot of spookiness allowed, right. you know, because he's like, no. Ah. He's like, one, that's too loud. Two, could you turn on all the lights? That would be great. Um, so we're, we're low. We're, we're more on the spoopy rather than that's the spooky. Spoopy. Yeah. So we are going to do a egg hunt, but instead of eggs, they're pumpkins situation. And instead of candy, they're... Things that he's not likely to choke on. Um, we're going to do some art, you know, pumpkin art. We're going we're gonna to paint some pumpkins. Uh, I carved a pumpkin this year for the first time in 100 years because I was like, it's important that as a family we carve pumpkins. And nobody gave a shit except for me. Like, Mike was like, sure, carve yourself a pumpkin. And Revel was like, Bleh. And that was it. Like, nobody, that was, that was the entire. So I carved the damn pumpkin. I scooped out the innards. Everything was stinky, but I did it, and I feel really pleased about it, and I didn't have a tea light, so I put in a small scented candle, Uh, so my pumpkin smells like beach bonfire. Great. 
Fragrant um, pumpkin. And, you know, I mean, we're going to put on onesies. We we found a Cookie Monster onesie for Revel, which is funny because he doesn't watch Sesame Street. And he's like, the fuck is that? It's a costume and you're going to wear it. And Mike and I will wear our, our New Year onesies. And we're going to nod our head in the direction of Halloween. That sounds excellent. Yeah. I will say that because we now live in the big house... We're finally going to start our, like, gathering of decorations plan for next right. year. So on November 1st, when everything goes on sale, we're going to go buy all the Halloween crap. I did maybe start a little bit the other day at CVS. I was like, oh, well, I'll buy these 25 pumpkins. As Not, you sorry. should. That's how I started last year. I bought this shitload of pumpkins. Mm-hmm. Little ones. And they're, they're all great. Cute. Uh-huh. And they're all, like, outside friendly pumpkins. Mm-hmm. So, like, they just look the last, man. Yeah, A lot of mine has have owls. Owls. That makes sense. Yeah. So mm-hmm. pumpkins, pumpkins and owls. That's my Halloween. Right. That is that that is spooky. Yeah, it's yeah. a little spooky. And uh, and yourself, how Tons how did cozy. your how is your decorating going? Um, it's going well. Uh, purchased a few items again, just adding to to that overall Halloween jam. It used to be uh, a small bag, that. now it's a bin. Right, right. I think now we're up to. Uh, one not quite large bin and one large large bin Ooh. is the thing now like the large standard and one like just underneath that <laughs> That's how I, uh, uh, my whole life it's it measured in bins um, <laughs> I bought, a, I bought a, a squirrel this year a zombie squirrel that mm. I love she's great um, a, what's a, her a name of things. I didn't name her mm. didn't name she's still her. got time yeah, yeah, I haven't quite, you know, we haven't hung out enough yet. Yeah. I haven't gotten a vibe. She's hanging out in a planter with a bunch of uh, flowers that are splattered in blood, which goes nicely because so is she. So really it worked out. I already had the flowers. I just added the squirrel. <laughs> so I bet there's a lot of real nervous squirrels out there. I've been like, oh gosh. I, you know, I will, we have not seen Harold in about uh, three, four days. So yeah. So it's possible. We named Harold. It's a, he's got markings on his face. I can see him. Harold is a more personality part of the family. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I I wonder sometimes what animals think about like when we decorate our outsides. They're like, "What the fuck is this? All in your lawn? I'm I know that zombie nuts. is looking for my nuts. Like, what do the animals think?" Mm-hmm. I know the spiders love it. I'm letting <laughs> the spiders just crawl. I haven't cleaned the spiders and all the pumpkins I put out and the flowers and the just letting them go. That's my Halloweeny natural Halloweeny. I just got a very serious deja vu vibe. Didn't that happen last Halloween? Also, didn't wasn't there one spider that lived in your doorway and you're like, well, since it's Halloween, you can stay. Yes, well, last year I think it was last year we had a couple of great spiders out front that were like good spiders, like well eat the icky stuff and they kind of yeah. look creepy but they're like okay garden spiders uh, and they didn't come back this summer into the fall they they didn't come back how very charlotte's web of them it was a little oh yeah it was kind of sad they all just left and didn't say i mean they're just gone no didn't say was, goodbye <laughs> they didn't say goodbye or anything they just disappeared <laughs> uh yeah we're doing that we're we're having uh some some good dinner on halloween we're gonna watch some scary movies and we're also doing art we're also doing we have two little halloweeny like paint adorable little sets you know that you can like i don't know buy at right aid and that can you can add to the bin for next year exactly exactly frame so them put them up crafts we'll probably have pie they'll probably be pumpkin pie 
Phantasm. And I like popcorn. I don't know. I, that sounds like a very reasonable Halloween. Sounds good, right? And I feel bad because we are going to like close the curtains. Nah. <laughs> we're, not, we're not putting out candy. I want to put out a sign that says like, we'll see you next year. So we're engaging still, but also like right. not encouraging. Like, do not fucking ring my doorbell. I don't have any candy for you. Right. This right. is not a good idea, kid. Yeah, and I and we have we've decorated, and I feel bad because that's like yeah. that used to be the sign of hey we have candy, right? You know? But now it's like oh, fool you, and I, you know, I kind of feel like a <laughs> yeah, that's right. it, but whatever. but also like if you're out taking your kids trick or treating, you're the dick bag. Yeah, it's a really, really. I don't know. I honestly, I can't. One more thing about trick or treating, and then we're going to move on to the uh, big, biggie, the big scary part of our episode. Um, I'm kind of surprised that. Well, I understand stopping the trunk or treating thing. That seems like the best option. And, uh, you know, we'll never know. Well, maybe some places are still doing it. Maybe we'll know in a couple of weeks if some places yeah. didn't get worked out. I mean, I hate to say that. but I think it's too many hands on too many things. Too many hands. Too many, hands. many hands. Too many people breathing on the same stuff. I don't know. It's, yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm like, freaked out about touching anything anywhere. So I can't imagine... Lots of people touching lots of things. Yes. And you know, you know, kids are licking their hands. I mean, yeah, let, it, let us know if you guys came up with like any, maybe, maybe someone out there made adorable goodie bags and they're just dropping them off at a few friends in the neighborhood. Right. That's a cute thing. If that's, if that's something yeah, you're doing. That's a thing. Let us know because we're both kind of bummed out in the whole freaking trick or treating situation. Right. Uh, uh, yeah, so we're, we're, we've got Halloween and we've got the election. We are going to talk uh, just kind of some history, uh, pros and cons, a um, little bit of information about the Biden-Harris uh, campaign. But before that, we've got uh, one of our favorites. What you reading, Noodle? I am reading two very, very opposite books. One is for my book club, and I just finished it. And one was a wedding gift, so four years ago, from my hippy-dippy cousin Harvey, who I assume is listening. Uh, The funny one for my book club is called Daisy Jones and the Six by... Uh, her name is Taylor Jenkins Reed, and it was also Reese Witherspoon's recent book club, and she's optioned it for a movie, for a TV show on Amazon, and it's really, really great. Like, it's fluffy nonsense, but it is gripping fluffy nonsense. It's the story, the meteor, media, meteoric. The meteoric rise to fame of a band, and there's love stories, and there's angst, and there's rock and roll, and there's fashion, and there's so much drugs, and it's really great. It's uh, it's it's a, it's surprisingly tender, um, and in an interesting side that doesn't usually happen in books about the- like bands that are made up. The end of it has all the lyrics for the albums that they put out. So they actually, like, she, the author wrote the songs and included them in the back. Because that never happens in in musicians. They just, like, have, like, one or two good lines. And you're like, oh, I bet that's so good. But she actually, like, wrote the whole songs. And they're not as good as you'd think they're going to be. But they're still, like, reasonable. Um, You know, it's not a cliche in the way that it's interesting. Um, I mean, you know what happens at the end. You, you see it coming and that's fine. It's told in a very different way. It's told from like constantly, it, it's told in what's called an oral history. 
So it's everybody is telling their version to the narrator, which is or to the like transcriber, which is really interesting. Mm-hmm. And that doesn't always work, but it works it, very well. It's got a very much like a behind, always work. Yeah, right. This has a behind the music feel to it. Um, it feels a lot like almost famous. It, it's pretty, you know what? It's a great read. I really enjoyed it. I tore through it. I, I wouldn't say I identified with all the characters, but like I recognized all of them and they were, they were mostly subtle and complex and it was really great. And there was one line that just absolutely stood out and it's plastered across everything. So it makes sense that it like stood out to me and it stood out to the rest of the world. Daisy Jones says, I had absolutely no interest in being somebody else's muse. I am not the muse. I am the somebody. And I was like, oh, fuck yeah, Daisy. Because that's, that's always Excellent the trope, line. right? The pretty girl inspires the music. She's like, I don't want to inspire your shit. Like, I am your shit. So, or I am my own shit. Basically, so, my shit is yeah. bananas. Yeah, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so, I yeah, I enjoyed it. It was good. Um, I'm glad they're making a TV show out of it. I would definitely watch it just to hear what the music is. Um it is not so loosely based on Fleetwood Mac. Like the author is like, oh yeah, no, totally. This is this is Fleetwood Mac. I just changed the names around. But you know what? It works. It works. It's really, really good. Uh, thumbs up. The other book that I'm reading that I just started like two days ago is called Home of Earth by Woody Guthrie, who I uh, really don't know enough about. I had totally forgotten that he wrote This Land Is Your Land. Uh, I was like, oh, oh. yeah, hippies, cool. Uh, and it's, you know, it's about kind of a on-the-ground socialist revolution based on the idea of build your house out of adobe. Uh, like I said, I just started reading it two or three days ago, so I don't have a lot of information. Um, but it feels, it, it's it's supposed to be like a better version of The Graves of Wrath, like more authentic, more gritty, uh, less stylized, and more like it, dirty. Um, so I, I am interested in reading it and looking forward to reading, reading past the introduction because the introduction was like 50 pages long and I got to, I, it it was, but it was good. Like it gave me a lot of history and context and, and I almost never read introductions, but I was like, well, it's Woody Guthrie. Like it's cool. And then I found out at the end, it was written by Johnny Depp. Interesting. Yep. Right. That really, that hooked me. I was like, okay, I'm, I'm, I'm glad I invested my time here. Excellent work, me. Yeah. So those are my two books. Um, and and other than those two books, I imagine you've been reading a buttload of election stuff. Yay! <laughs> election stuff. Yeah. I don't know what kind of sound effects going to go there. It might be fireworks. It might be. Uh, yeah, there is fireworks right now because it sounds like the Dodgers just won the World Series. I do think that's what happened. I think. Yes. Yeah, so oh, yeah. I hear lots of applause from outside. Everybody seems really excited. So, yeah. uh, I mean, go Dodgers, but like, who gives a shit? But who Which gives is... a shit, but also like, yay, we need to win. I don't yeah. know. I don't fucking know. <laughs> when I, I, the juxtaposition of every right, event like, that Does anyone give a shit about emotion? sports right now? Right. Like, I, I, I guess. I, I guess. Do. Based on the fireworks, I'm going to say yes. Like or it's we, just we love fireworks. Or it's just one guy. One guy. It's just one guy in all of LA. Yeah. He gets around. He <laughs> and is then really busy. the sound carries because the 
fucking wind so we're all but it is there's a lot going on in los angeles right yeah. now uh we are so uh, you know putting aside we're going to talk about this their campaign their platforms uh specifically uh, and kind of put aside things like you know it's it's ridiculous that when you go to the websites of, of both both sides it's all immediately donate 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 yeah. and buy our merch and here's our money and then click around and you'll find what we think about a thing, but as of right now, I need your three dollars. Sure. Let's pretend that's not going on. Sure. And just uh, noodle. I don't. You want to start with a, a brief history of kind of where they come from? Sure. Um, I mean, Joe has been in politics since the dawn of time. He uh, came over from Delaware. He served in public office forever and ever and ever. Really rose to fame. Uh, as Obama's VP, and spent eight years, like, supporting a black man. I just want to put that out. He spent eight years supporting a black man. Yeah. In a way that was never yucky. He was never condescending at him. He was never like, wink, wink, nudge, nudge. We all know I'm in charge. It was none of that. They had this beautiful partnership, and I loved it. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. Everybody did. Like, the, like... The Obama Biden memes are hilarious. Uh, oh, the, they're yeah. sweet. They're, their they relationship, had a great, yeah. them working together, they really had, uh, what's the word I'm thinking of? An aspirational. Yeah, they were w- working they, relationship. They were squad goals. Big time squad goals. Big <laughs> they time. were definitely squad goals. Um, and Biden really kind of staked his claim in a couple of places. He staked his claim um, with getting the ACA through. He like worked so hard to get the healthcare package through. Um, he did a great job on um, the Violence Against Women Act. He, he penned a lot of it. He, he was in the right place at the right time for a number of things. He was in the wrong place at the wrong time for a number of other things. He absolutely used the phrase super predator. He uh, yeah. contributed heavily to the crime bill um, that created jail time for ma- incarcerated like huge swaths of of black communities um he made some very major mistakes that interestingly and i cannot say this enough he has in the in the recent debates he has looked america in the eye and said i got it wrong we made a mistake when uh, they talked which about, I, I appreciate yeah uh when they talked about the immigration policy um trump said to him who built the cages joe and he looked at the camera and he said we got it wrong. Mm-hmm. We didn't change it in time. We fucked it up. I mean, he didn't say we fucked it up, but he absolutely said we got it wrong. And holy shit, that is a very important moment for him to not just acknowledge like, yep, this is this is a situation, but to be able to show the humility of I made a mistake and just own it. And it wasn't even like, but it was I made the mistake. Uh, which is pretty, very, very significant. Um, and another thing that he's he's quite well known for is he was one of the first voices to come out in support of gay marriage. He really pushed the envelope um, that that made Obama eventually come around and, and legalize. Mm-hmm. He he was one of the first voices to say, "Well, this absolutely this should be legal." He's, this is yeah, yeah. He's very invested in the LGBTQIA community and specifically. Um, for advocating for trans rights. And again, highlighted in the debate, there was a mother uh, who said, you know, I, I have a trans daughter. Like, 
what am I going to do here? And she was, and, oh, and Biden's response was, there will absolutely be no discrimination against your daughter. A hundred percent. I'm just not going to allow it. And it, I mean, that moved me to tears. I, I think he's had a lot of good moments. He has, he has. Um, that is, uh, that's, that's my Joe. That's my Joe. That's my Joe. Um, and Kamala, Kamala is a little bit more complex. I'm not going to lie. She was a prosecutor forever. And that's, that's not a great look in, in, in a moment where we're trying to reform the world uh, and, and push for better justice systems and better equality. But the, historically, the conversation is that she was the most progressive uh, prosecutor that California never had. She was, the, um, she was California's attorney general for a long time. She served in the Senate, and she is the first black and Indian American woman to represent California, and also now running like at the head of you know at, at, as a major position on our party. Right to be a black woman, uh, to be a Indian woman, to be like any, whatever combination of POC you want to call it. Um, because people, people are trying to pull it to one side or the other. And she's like, no, I'm many things fuckers. Like you don't get to right, identify right. me. Like, no, that's part of the problem. Uh, is, is revel. I mean, it's, it, to see it happen in real time is amazing. It's amazing. Uh, to, to see be, her yeah. in that, in this being who she is running right now and to see how that unfolds around her. You, you think about the abuse that was heaped on Michelle Obama, the ugly, yeah. ugly, 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 ugly things that people say. And for her to step forward and say, yep, I am still going to stand in this spot. I'm going to, I'm going to take on this role and I'm going to live in my power and do it. Uh, she has exuded confidence and awareness and an understanding and just fucking owning it. Like she has been balls out all the way through and it's beautiful. Uh, the debate with Pence was so phenomenal. It just, was she, I mean, good. she just laid him out and stepped on his face a hundred times and she did it balancing the tightrope of you cannot be an angry black woman, but you right. cannot be too submissive and polite. She, she, she balanced it so beautifully that every single woman in America was like, oh, oh, that's me. Oh, oh, I have been that woman. I, I, am, I am currently being that woman. Oh, my God, I see it. Right this moment, yeah. Although I do want to have a quick aside on that, um, which I read, somebody had mentioned, somebody read, I read this on Twitter, and I was like, oh, fuck, that actually we white women, we're not Kamala in this, in this moment. We were that moderator who was insisting that Kamala play by the rules, even though Pence wasn't. Right. Uh, and, and we were trying desperately to hold on to our own space of power, despite the fact that we're being trampled on repeatedly by Pence. But that's, that's an aside. Uh, that's an excellent aside, yeah, though. It, I it's mean, an aside. Um... It, it really, it deeply impacted me when I read that. And I was yeah. like, oh, fuck, that is, that is fucking true. Mm. That's some stuff to bounce yeah. around in your brains. Yeah. And, and yeah. It, has, it has resonated with me for a while. Um, but so a problem I had with, with Kamala when she, when she began is that she had promised California, I will serve out my entire time as your representative. I'm not going to leave you. I'm, I'm going to be. And then, you know, she didn't. She decided to run for president and so mm. on. But like, okay, you know what? Fine. Fucking do it. Let, let's just do it. Right. Let's it's just do it. Precise moment. That's and not the, that's yeah. fine. And okay. frankly, as far as I'm concerned, you can put Katie Porter in Kamala's seat, and we're 
probably better off anyway because Katie Porter is is a, a fucking movement. Um, um, so I, yeah, I have a question which kind of moves us into uh, more of a, a pros and cons of each person. But um, you mentioned that how one of Biden's biggest things is his um, LGBTQIA community work. Um, do you think, because I, you know, one of the cons with, with Harris is her track record when she was uh, working law. Um, do you think that Biden ups her cred in those communities or do you think it is seen as uh, uh, bullshit? That's a great question. I think they lend each other credence in a way that they didn't necessarily because Biden, Biden is, he white. He white and white and white and white and white. And and the combination of serving under a black man and then picking a black woman to join him gives him a better better insight, you know, better visibility. Because the the thing that calls out to me about it, about how they give each other credence, is that there was a moment during the primaries uh, when... Kamala challenges Biden on his busing voting record. And she goes, I was that little girl. You would try and take that away from me. And I, this, this stands out to me as a very stark moment where she challenged him on his historical votes. And instead of being offended and being a dick about it, he asked her to make him better to serve with him. And so right. that says to me that they, that they really help each other, that they, that they recognize that together... They might not touch enough people. Or that, that's, it's alone, they might not touch enough people. But together, right. they can Venn diagram across and, and capture the different voices. And that, to me, felt like such, such an outreach, such a moment of saying, make each other better. Let's be better together. Let's, let's, let's find unity across. Uh, yeah, instead of being contentious and like, me, 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 you challenge me, well, go fuck yourself. Right. I'm going to pick right. somebody nobody's ever heard of. No, she, it, that the, they were both like, we can learn together. And, and it feels like they, they were both like, we, we know together we can do yeah. the, most, you know, the most good possible with, with the time we've got. And I hope, I mean, I'm, I'm, I've got very little bit left. Yeah. <laughs> I hope. <laughs> Uh, that that that's the actual intention behind it because I do see how that works. I see how their individual experience can really tackle the issues that are at the top of American frickin' problems. Yeah, man. Um, and and her her legal history is part of that. Whether or not she's, I don't know exactly how her stance and how she has responded if people have come come to her with questions about specific past. Uh, uh, choices that she made I mean in in a lot of ways she she definitely she did damage in places absolutely like there's no there's no way of saying not because you can't be a prosecutor and not do that but she also really focused on like child sex trafficking crimes and she focused on establishing rehabilitation she absolutely she supported same-sex marriage from the beginning of time she did a lot of work uh, against recidivism so I mean there's there's moments. And something also that I think really aligns with the idea of making themselves better is in the first debate, Biden said something like, well, don't shoot to kill, shoot him in the knee, which is not a great answer. 
in the second debate, he talked about de-escalation and better training and so on and so forth. So I'm pretty sure he came off stage and she was like, hey, Joe, we need a better policy here because that's not the right one. And instead, he nuanced his language. He changed his understanding and he spoke more to a broader audience. And, and again, I think that's like the beginning of the we can learn together, we can evolve together, we can really create policies that impact change, not just like sound bites. Excellent observation. You know what? That was a good sound bite. Uh, so let me ask you, what, um, what do you think are the biggest cons for Biden? Well, he's an old white dude. I mean, other than the fact that he does, you know what, doesn't yeah. need more. Uh, he, I mean, he's, he's boring. He's boring. I you was know? saying recently, yeah, I think yeah. Harris is the only person in this whole show who has is is at all yeah. enigmatic. Yep, she's the I only agree. person I can listen to without falling asleep. And I also kind of think that America needs a little boring. You know, he's he is. Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's a little bit salt of the earth, cliched. Uh, he was on the wrong side on a bunch of things, and and people have been able to use that against him. But on the other side, like, if you have experience, you have relationships and you can get stuff done. You don't just have to, like, crack the whip all the time. It's not just like a a lumbering mess. You know, you have... Right, whether he's made mistakes, but he's also gained uh, the experience that should be somewhat required for the position. Yep, Uh, I absolutely think so. And Uh, I have confidence in that. I I have confidence in his... his Right. Well, that's the thing. He is. He is. He has a lot of empathy and and such. Uh, I. I mean, he's a moderate. He's absolutely a moderate. Yeah. Yeah. He's a moderate, bordering on a centrist. Uh, And right now, it's hard to see that as as a as a failing in light of the extreme bifurcation of everything. But you know, I I wish he was a lot more progressive. I do. Absolutely. Uh, But I, I feel like he checks the right boxes. You know, he he says things like, well, you know, I don't necessarily think abortion's great, but he's pro-choice enough that he's pro-choice. But it's Uh, not really my fault. It's not the (laughs) full-throated support that I would prefer, but he's not looking to repeal anything. Same thing, you know, he's... He's not anti-immigration. Is he out there like shaking the the houses down to, to reform everything? Not yet, but maybe he'll get there. So he's, you know, he's a gentle, a gentle progress forward. Gentle progress, right. But I, I don't think he's battering down any doors. No. He's bo- he boring. He is a little, yeah. And, you know, yeah. I mean, he's 107, which isn't great. But that being said, he's in excellent shape. That man can run way further than I can. He's in excellent shape. And, you know, if something were to happen to him in office, I'm not petrified yes. of Harris being in charge. Yeah. So that's always a bonus. Yeah, right. Uh, why why Kamala? Why do you I mean do other do you think there's anything other than the we can make this work together? Um do you I, think it's more PR than more PR than it? I think I think Kamala is a good choice because of she is not one thing or the other. Yep, right. she was she was absolutely uh, the attorney general and the prosecutor, but she's black. Right. Uh, she, you know, she's absolutely not uh, not super experienced. She hasn't been a senator for that long, and so on and so forth. But she was an attorney general. 
She has um, a policy. Yeah, yeah, she yeah. she has she has her hand in a ton of policy. Um she she is she is many things to many people. She is uh, a person of color, but also very light skinned. Like so, like non threatening. Like it, she really not. You, you, and, I, and I hate to say non threatening, but you know what I mean. Like right. if you look at the the spectrum of what is America looking at, mm-hmm. she's mm-hmm. funny. She's interesting. She's like light hearted. She's having a good time. She's dancing, but she's also very serious. She's smart. She's funny. Uh, she wears both jeans and he, you know both heels and sneakers. Like depending on what what time of the day right. you catch her she feels very authentic but can switch over to very polished like i i just think she she's hard she's hard to pin down and the same the same thing like it's hard to pin down joe with negativity which is i think one of the things that trump is has encountered as a problem like where he was able to say hillary's emails everything just seems to be no america's not buying that what else you get meh I don't care right. about that. Yeah. So, so yeah. I just I think they're they're creating a a nice smooth surface that is mm-hmm. neatly deflecting everything, and part of that is running a nice slow boring campaign. But I I think Kamala is a good is a good pick. I think it's it's time to have that progressive push, and I think she's really going to you know God willing revolutionize what the VP looks like in terms of partnership, in terms of uh, owning the the job and I also I'm so excited about the idea of of I mean it's not a first husband it's a second husband but a, a second second man second husband I don't know not a first lady so I'm really right. like I'm really excited about right. the idea of having a male having a spouse that is not a a lady right right oh, I and hope s- it's the second I hope it's second man yeah I mean it, it it should be I mean if it's first lady and second lady why not first man and second man Right. So uh, I'm I'm thrilled, and also I love how Dougie loves her. He yeah. he like describes himself. He's like, I'm just a fan. I'm just here supporting, and like never pulls focus, and just wants the best for her and her career, and so on. And he is a doll, and I love that. That he at no point is he like, well, we all know who wears the pants around here. He's like, bitch, you're happy I'm wearing pants. Like, he doesn't cross her and shake Biden's hand before. Right. Never. Yeah, yeah. Never. He's he's great. I'm, it seems I'm a very genuine. Fan. I do feel like all of them together, uh, <laughs> quite frankly, feels like a, a return to family values yeah isn't that <laughs> funny that we the democrats funny. can be the family value it is funny campaign, I, finally. I, I am definitely um you know someone who believes in not a typical you know nuclear family uh, uh, you know cookie cut out family right. unit um and i i love that they are they're basically just cookie cut out well, in some ways, but also they're a blended family. They're blended, uh, but like for the most, yeah. yeah, they're just they. If you look at them, they're 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 they are a stable family unit for sure. They are a right, blended right. family. They are a uh, multi ethnic family, uh, and I just I, I like them very much. And I mean, and and Doctor Biden, I want to talk about Doctor Jill Biden for one She's second. Great. Yeah. Who is a fucking powerhouse on her own right? Uh, she is going to make some big changes when when she comes to the White House again. Knock on all the woods, but she is she has a lot of opinions on ed- our education, and frankly, uh, I can't wait for her to physically remove Betsy Davos from her seat. Like actually, like march in there, pick her up, like scruff of her neck, 
bottom of her pants and just whoop, check her out. Oh, that feels, yeah, that would be that, nice. Doesn't that feel good? That's a good image. That, that would be nice. Just yeah. that image felt great. Yeah. That was that was quite the release. Yeah, that got to go. Um, yeah. we we talked about some of their their biggest uh, uh, feelings on on certain policy. Um, let me ask you this: the how do you do you feel that they, as an administration, will be able to build uh, an ability to work with police reform? And and do you feel that Harris is is pivotal in that? Because I want her to be. I think. I mean, they have to be. They they have. This country needs massive racial change, and that's where it starts. It doesn't start with with coming together and holding hands and chanting. It starts with mm-hmm. police reform. It starts with funding uh, minority communities and not funding minority community police forces. It's funding support. Right. It's funding. So, yeah, I mean, they, they, they have to start there, and that would be, I think, a great moment for Kamala to lead the charge in. I do. I think I uh, that because would, I she has both sides. Her, yeah, right. She has the knowledge. She's seen things yeah. that work and things that don't. Made mistakes. Done great things. Um, and I, I, I think you need somebody who knows what the hell is going on in in police yeah. world. Um, and hopefully she's it. Hopefully, hopefully she's the right person at the right moment. Yeah, I mean, you just to make that difference. You need the endorsement of a couple really key prominent prosecutors to stand, to reach out and say, Kamala has all of our best interests at heart. Right. Uh, I do want to make a <laughs> relevant observation of of the world. Apparently, you know, uh, NBC when they aired the uh, the Trump, whatever, uh, on the same night as Biden's, mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, Mariska Hargitay had something to say about it. Who would she say? Uh, well, very. Dis- she publicly said that she's extremely disappointed in NBC, and she can't believe that it's happening. Uh, I don't have it up. I didn't, I didn't right. pull it, but uh, I thought that was a big deal because she not only was Joe Biden on SVU recently, uh, like within the last five years or so, uh, and regarding the backlog in rape kits, but she actually not just the character in the show. She worked with him to get all the backlogged rape kits wow. and tested. So she uh, she was real disappointed in in that and I was too, man. She, I just love that the star of like 21 years on like one of the biggest shows on this network was like, "Wow, guys." Well, cuz she can. Wow. She, you know, she has the she has the power to be able to say this is bullshit. Uh, and and frankly, I mean that was such bullshit. And they they paid for it. They paid for it immediately. Their ratings were down. Oh, right, right. The the response was so ugly. Like, I mean, I gotta tell you, I'm not watching NBC. I mean, I'm not watching TV, but like, I'm a right. I'm especially not watching NBC. Uh, let me ask you this: How do you feel about the election so far? How do you feel about the turnout? Um, <sighs> all the freaking craziness with these fake ballot boxes and people just being such trash. Just so you such dumpster fire. You want to feel hope, right? The right. the early the early numbers have in terms of how many have come in are overwhelming. That it's perhaps insane. the message of get your ballot in now because they're not going to fucking count it the day after has really resonated. So uh, you want to feel hopeful that those are all Democrats. The um, the voter registration numbers shot through the fucking roof. Um, young voters, 
young voters, the, the, the demographics of young voters are very high, which usually skews Democrat. Um, the fact that the GOP here in California, the California GOP said, yes, we put out fake ballot boxes and we don't care. Right. Is, I mean, the news is out of, unbelievable. It's very upsetting. There has to be a consequence to that. There has to be some disband the GOP. Like, I don't know. Is that crazy? But like, there has to be some sort of impact on the fact that that's mm-hmm. election fraud, which is a federal crime. Like, that's not a sort of crime. Like, that's literally a federal crime messing with somebody's ballot. So reading somebody's ballot is a federal crime, like, let alone collecting it on the sly. So I'm disappointed that there hasn't been a consequence to that. But maybe this is something that will come out afterwards, that when the election is done and the Democrats, again, knock on all the wood, are firmly in power, then we start burning down the houses. Right. I mean, you know, the yeah. ACLU is just filing a, a new freaking right. lawsuit every day. Every every 15 minutes. Uh, interest, interestingly, in a side note, the ACLU getting involved in Britney Spears is going to come for her cons- conservatorship Did they to really? try and pull that down. That's a whole other Free episode Brittany. that, that I want to talk episode. about at some point. Um, but yeah. the, the ACLU was amazing. I give them, really are. you know, however much money a month, like take my fucking money, do the things. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I, I want to have hope. Um I will say every single time I have spoken to somebody, I end the conversation with, oh, hey, did you vote? And I would say everybody has either said yes or no, my plan is to vote X. And like everybody I've spoken to right. has a plan, which is very encouraging because that was not necessarily the case four years ago. Um, so I would mark myself as cautiously optimistic. Right. Right, I get cautious. I get optimistic, and then I get, uh, and then I think about the electoral college, and I get yeah. mad. So I try not to think that far ahead. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I'm just uh, feels good to know that people are responding. You know, I don't know how you're responding. I don't know what what kind of numbers are are happening, and with all of the early voting, but I I feel like people are doing something. <laughs> And that's that in itself has an air of hope. I want to say it's Kenosha, Wisconsin. Something like eighty-three percent of ballots have already been returned. That is fucking right. That's a crazy number. Eighty-three percent of ballots have already been returned. Uh, I have never voted early in my life, and I, you know, I'm so glad I've already done it. and I, I think that the whole world or America, I mean, it's not the whole world. I think that America decided we have two options here. We can vote right this fucking second right. or we're just preparing to stand in line for a hundred and hundred hours. And what does that look like? And I'd like to think that as many people as can, as can have just gone ahead and voted in advance. Right. I hope it's I mean, that was my, my thought was I I live in an area there where the there are, there are official ballot boxes. I have access to a shitload of post offices. There is no reason for me to not vote and get yeah. it done. There are so many people that are going to have to stand in line for so long. Yeah. If I can help by making sure my ballot is, ballot is in right away. That's, um, that's the key there, right? Yeah. If, it, if it eases the lines later, do it now. Anything. 
anything and because the the suppression is yeah. just out it's ridiculous by by the time this episode goes up we'll be well past the mailing date so my advice to anybody who wants yeah. to vote early that is listening here and has not yet voted is ballot boxes ballot box ballot box ballot box or just mm-hmm. go and hand in your ballot on election day uh, yeah you can also right to do a, that a polling yeah. place yeah yep you can just hand it right in and they are being so good you know let's uh let's do our political minute which is let's talk about our voting experience yes i would love to we voted a week ago today which was two weeks from the election uh my mom myself my husband and my baby all walked ourselves over to the post office and mailed in three out of the four ballots i mean Revel didn't have a ballot we mailed in three ballots uh, and Revel got to plunk them into the post office, into the slot, which made him exceptionally happy. Um, and I took, I let out the breath that I've been holding for four years and we sang a song on the way there and we sang a song on the way back. That uh, is disgustingly yeah. adorable. Yeah. We're going to go voting. We're going to go voting. This is voting, the future liberals voting, want, yeah. right? Yep. Mm-hmm. This is it. We're all we all went voting. We have this really hilarious recording of Revel going when we say, "What are we going to do?" And he goes, "Go vote." Um. So uh, I loved it. I really I felt good, and I wore my Hillary shirt when I did it because clearly Hillary's on the ballot again. Yeah, that's my I, vote uh, story. Tell us yours. We had it was uh, Saturday. We went and dropped in a ballot box. Um. I did the thing that made the most sense to me. I'm l- luckily I live near where I lived four years ago, and I went to the ballot drop box at my old polling place. So I had no concerns about where it was. I, I felt I was lucky enough to feel very safe about it. Um, and uh, we, yeah, we parked a little ways away, took a little walk, dropped our stuff off in the middle of doing our our Saturday things, and uh, I had the same relaxed feeling post like as I put my bo- my ballot in the box I felt yeah. better it, you know we'd been we'd been waiting for so long and and holding it in and raging and then this was something we could actually do you know it doesn't matter how many voters you talk to it doesn't matter how many protests you go to it doesn't matter how many postcards you send what matters is your actual vote i mean all of those things help for sure but like in the moment right that's the only thing you can do you can encourage everybody else to agree. You can encourage everybody else to do the same. But the literal right. only power you have is that ballot. And it's not perfect. And and things are scattered and confusing. And there's a lot to look at. And the media is heavily involved. And it's, it's, it sometimes it feels difficult. The process isn't perfect. But that's because it's so hopefully so powerful and and we need to make it easier we need to make it better we need to make it more accessible like voter rights has to also be a huge change in america that it cannot like the voter suppression is so out of control and un-american that's the thing that that, like staggers me about it like you want to talk about loving america Mm -hmm. and you want to talk about patriotism voting is a it's like the core of all of those things how are you going to call yourself an american and not like get super excited about the idea of other people participating in democracy like the fuck is that right i mean i i've wondered quite a bit recently you know is 
is democracy possible without capitalism and does capitalism destroy democracy we'll find out won't we <laughs> oh my god it's so freaking heavy look it's tough but what i think this is we're done right we've got that's that's pretty good solid election yeah i mean the, the last piece that we just right? want to call out is read your full ballot vote yeah vote blue uh you know but but vote local also like vote for the things that matter in your community and and think about how you don't really know there's probably things that are important to you that you don't realize are somehow associated to something on on your ballot. We we were talking about propositions and measures earlier. Um, some places are voting on regulations and codes, and there's a lot going on. So I think what we're going to do here to wrap it up is we're going to do a quick quick word association of the things that matter to yeah. us politically and uh, how you know just just those things that mm-hmm. matter. Ready? I'm going to go first. I'm going to start with, I'm going to put some time on the clock. I'm going to wait for that to flip. And I'm going to start now for a minute. Climate change. Uh, environmental powers. Trees. Stop fracking. <laughs> BSG. <laughs> uh, space exploration. Yeah. Space exploration. <laughs> Star Trek, never going to happen. <laughs> Global equality. Unity. Voter rights. Human rights. Trans rights. Earth's rights. Women's rights. Oh, equality. Access to birth control. Access to health care. Obama. Oh, Obama, that's perfect. We'll end right there. That's, that's a minute. Guy. That's a minute. So, you know, those things are all somehow on your local ballot, not just the, the Obama is not on your ballot. Office. Obama's not on your ballot, but people who, who and think defending like defending health care and defending Obamacare, whether you know it or not, is very much on your ballot. Very, very much. That's on everybody's ballot in some way. So uh, thank you guys for hanging out with us and talking about this. We, we hope you vote. We hope you, you find a way to uh, enjoy voting this year, even though yeah, things are weird. Yeah, things are weird. Yeah. Yay, vote. Enjoy Halloween. And uh, we'll see you guys we soon. We love you. Stay safe. Bye. Bye.